1: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I have a very special guest with me today that you are going to want to take some notes with. Uh, I'm going to be talking with Carolyn Dean, MDND, and she has lots of information for us today. So, uh, buckle up and get ready. So, without further ado, welcome Carolyn Dean, MDND. Let me tell you about her. She is a medical doctor and a naturopath. She is the author of 110 Kindle books and 33 health books covering a wide variety of topics. Including hormone balance, IBS for dummies, the magnesium miracle, and atrial fibrillation. Dr. Dean is on the medical advisory board of the non profit educational site Nutritional Magnesium Association. Her magnesium outreach has won her an award from the Heart Rhythm Society in the UK for Outstanding Medical Contribution to Cardiac Rhythm Management 2012. Dr. Dean has a free online newsletter, a valuable online two-year wellness program called Compliment Now, and a two-hour radio show called Dr. Carolyn Dean Live at www dot archive dot com mondays at four p.m. pacific standard time find out more at dr dean's website www.drcarolyndean.com and learn about her life-giving compliment formulas rna drops remag relight realign and renew at www.rnareset.com all that information will be in the show notes. So if you didn't get that, you'll just jump over to the show notes and we'll have links to Carolyn's information. Dr. Dean, my fellow Maui friend, <laughs> welcome to
0: the podcast. Uh, thank you, Gina. And I must say you have such a calming voice. It's It's just a pleasure. I'm just all relaxed and sitting back. Usually when I do these interviews, I'm speed talking and my adrenaline is going like a, I call adrenaline an unstable accelerant, all revved up with nowhere to go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that description. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I didn't do that to you. You No, you did not. (laughs) And I think that's what has got so many people in into the anxious mode is their, their adrenaline's just so revved up and, and, After a while, you you've lost so much adrenaline. That's when people then get into their their anxieties and their depression and and insomnia. So many things go along with anxiety. It's just not one thing.
1: Right. It's not. It's not. And that's what I was hoping you could talk to us about today, that relationship between um, the anxiety, our general health, and the, mag- the magnesium piece, because I see that as a very easy way to get some relief so that you can continue working on the other things. Do you agree?
0: Absolutely. And what I realized when I started studying magnesium, and it's been about 20 years now, magnesium is necessary for the activation and function of 700 to 800 enzyme systems in the body. So it's making protein, it digests food, it, it... stabilizes RNA and DNA, it transmits nerve signals, it relaxes muscles, it it produces and transports energy, the ATP, and and yet, you know, most people and most doctors think it's just a laxative, so we, <laughs> we've got a long way to go with educating people, but I think most people know about magnesium maybe as Epsom salt where you you put some epsom salt in a bath and it calms you down well epsom salt is magnesium sulfate It yeah. it's magnesium that will absorb through your skin so that's what i tell people to start with if they're leery of well how can this help me and what do i you know what about me being on my other drugs will it interfere but um yeah i'll i'll go over to um my book magnesium miracle i'm Updating it for the fourth edition in 2017, and I have three things you need to know about magnesium, anxiety, and depression. Mag- Good. Number one, magnesium supports our adrenal glands which are overworked by stress, leading to magnesium deficiency and symptoms of anxiety or depression, including muscle weakness, fatigue, eye twitches, insomnia, anorexia, apathy, apprehension, poor memory, confusion, anger, nervousness, and rapid pulse. Mm. So when I said it's not just anxiety and people say, well, I have this as well, and then there's this, and what's this, and... You go to a doctor and you list off five things and you're out the door. You cannot talk to a doctor about more than two or three things. And all these other things, you think they're they're something else. But what I say to a lot of people, look, you don't have a medical condition. You have a, a magnesium deficiency. Until that gets sorted out, there's no no way you should call yourself, you know, Uh, depressed or anxious or insomniac number two on the list of three things you need to know about magnesium is serotonin it's the feel-good brain chemical it that's boosted by prozac well serotonin itself depends on magnesium for its production and function and Mm. the way prozac works it stops serotonin from being broken down. It just lets it build and build and build and build. And that can be a problem because you can get too much serotonin. And Prozac itself, I'll just do a sidebar and mention that it's a drug for depression and manic depression that has three fluoride molecules. And fluoride is a very potent toxic chemical, but in the body, it will bind to magnesium, and make whatever little magnesium you have in your body unavailable. It binds mm. it up in a magnesium fluoride compound that actually deposits in, in bones, tendons, cartilage, and makes them brittle. And mm. we have fluoride drugs like Cipro that cause tendon rupture. And I think it's because of this magnesium fluoride compound. The, the side effects that are listed for Prozac don't even mention um, the fluoride component, but the side effects are heart palpitations, which is a magnesium deficiency, headaches, mm. anxiety, insomnia, dizziness, nervousness, all magnesium deficiency, and kind of crazy because you're taking a drug that has the side effects of what you're trying to treat.
1: Yeah, it's wild. Yeah,
0: and there are ticks and spasms, neurological agitation, impaired brain function, as well as sexual dysfunction, and what's called the Prozac Lift, which lifts people's mood just enough to, for them to commit suicide or homicide.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's yeah, that,
0: horrifying. A
1: lot of difficulties there, right, really. Right.
0: And then the third one is magnesium deficiency has been linked to sleep disorders. And everybody mm. who's been anxious knows that they can't sleep that well. And so when you put magnesium into the picture of what's going on with your anxiety, it's like, okay, yes, my muscles are tight and I feel agitated and I can't sleep and I can't relax. And what if you take magnesium or do your Epsom salts baths or somehow build up your magnesium levels? and you relax, and your muscles are, are calm, and they're not tight and spasming and twitching, and you can get a good sleep, and you wake up in the morning, and your heart's not pounding. All these things are possible, in my experience, with people who've had anxiety.
1: Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? Code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Yeah. And one of those things just builds on the other. That's what we talk like the snowball Mm. effect. So how do you, I've often had people jump in with the bath because I have Mm. many, many people with anxiety have health anxiety and are afraid to take any Supplements or drugs, and um, I, I often suggest the bath. And how you know how does that work?
0: Well, um, the the skin absorbs anything you put on the skin; it'll absorb. And magnesium uh, is no different. And it, the Epsom salts—you can take a couple of cups and put it in a, a warm, moderately hot bath. I, I had the experience of a teacher in his early forties. I was having a consult with him when I used to do consults and he said oh, I can't talk now I'm in the middle of an, a panic attack I just can't talk and I said well let me just take a second do you have any Epsom salt in your in your bathroom cabinet and he looked and he did and I said okay just while you're on the phone just start running your bath and Put a couple of cups of Epsom salt in and just sit over the edge of the bath and put your bare feet in and and we'll keep talking. And and seriously, within minutes, he said, my gosh, I feel calmer. Yeah. Just like that.
1: An Epsom salt foot bath, Mm -hmm. right? It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very well absorbed. and. Also, we want to mention that through this when we take it through the skin or when we take particular uh magnesium products, we don't get the laxative effect.
0: Yes, um that can hold people back. There are yeah. non-laxative ways of uh doing magnesium, uh soaking, you can get magnesium liquids that you spray on your skin or There are Mm -hmm. magnesium liquids that that don't have the laxative effect. So keep looking for them because you want a therapeutic amount of magnesium. And what happened with me is because um, magnesium is so important for the heart. The heart is a big muscle. And um, if you don't have enough magnesium to relax the heart muscle, it can go into spasm. And just as another sidebar, what, what happens, especially with women, when they take a lot of calcium, calcium tightens up muscles, and magnesium relaxes muscles, and they work together. But we've mm-hmm. gotten into this incredible bind of taking all kinds of calcium supplements for our bones, and mm-hmm. what it ends up doing is tightening our muscles and kind of bouncing out our magnesium, and... Uh, A few years ago, uh, in 2012, I won an award from the Heart Rhythm Society. It's it's an international medical organization. And they gave me an award called the Arrhythmia Alliance Outstanding Medical Contribution to Cardiac Rhythm Management Services Award.
1: Wow. It's,
0: It's a crazy long title. One of my blog readers said they should just call it the Making People Happy Award.
1: <laughs> yeah, because when you can get rid of your arrhythmia, mm-hmm. boy, does life change, right?
0: Right. So I wrote a, a little ebook um, called Atrial Fibrillation Remineralize Your Heart, uh, talking about magnesium and minerals, and even just talking about hydrating the body. Some people mm-hmm. get anxious when they're dehydrated and and the minerals are very impo- so important actually that I tell people to start by doing sea salt or Himalayan salt in their drinking mm-hmm. water. You can start with a pinch of salt. You don't have to do a whole lot, but um, my recommendation is like a quarter teaspoon to a, a quarter a liter of water and sip that through the day, but... My water guidelines are you take your body weight in pounds and cut that in half. And that amount, say you're 150 pounds, then you take 75 and make that the number of ounces of water you drink each day because hydration is so important. Minerals are so important. When you get the right amount of minerals and the right amount of water in your cells, then they'll work. They'll do their job. and. It can take care of edema, you know, when the when the water doesn't go into your cells, it'll go into your ankles or, you know, I talk about people having sausage fingers and that's mm. just the water in the wrong place. So that's where I start really basic with uh, sea salt minerals. And then, of course, I, I do recommend magnesium and multiple minerals. But it's, it's something where uh, you can, I can say to people on, on my radio show, you know, the worst is over. You know yeah. now that you don't have a disease condition. You have a condition that's likely due to the the depletion of magnesium and minerals in our whole world. We're not getting minerals in our water because we filter the heck out of it. Even right. at the you know at the the main water stations, they have to filter all the poisons and chemicals and then yeah. we do the same and the bottled water that we buy for the most part it's distilled water it's empty of any, anything
1: right no minerals at no. all No,
0: and then in the food supply we've um, farmed all the minerals out of the soil in most big big agra and mm-hmm. even organics um, i worry about because I've had people who've been on these crazy 140 ounces of green drink a day or a raw food diet. And they say, well, all I do is eat greens. And then they come to me with heart palpitations and leg cramps. But yeah. they're, they are magnesium deficient because when they take supplements, they, they their symptoms go away. And we just have to assume that, The food that they're eating is still grown on soil that doesn't have the minerals replaced, even though it's organic. Organic does not mean remineralization.
1: Right, that's a whole nother program. (laughs) That re, you know, getting the soil back to where it needs to be because it's yeah. been overworked for way too long. Right. It's considered organic after so many years of not having pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it was remineralized. So I think that's very important for people to remember. Um, We need to get those minerals. And I, when I moved to a warmer climate here, Carolyn, I found that just adding this salt Mm. to my water, even before I started adding minerals to my water, uh, that that was enough minerals to get me to notice changes. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah, even people who say, oh, I can't drink water. I'm up at night, um, you know, going to the bathroom all the time. And I think just do the salt, you'll see the difference. And, and they report back to me, you're right you don't if you just take yeah. water and it it runs from one end out the other <laughs> it means you don't have enough minerals on board and then there's also people who they'll drink too much water oh if a little water's good then a lot must be better and in that case you can actually pulling be pulling minerals out you flushing right. them out with too much water
1: yeah yeah it's about paying attention and being uh in tune with what's happening when we make those changes and paying attention. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have... Um, so what about the people who are having, like, they're coming, they're listening to the show, they have heart palpitations mm-hmm. as one of their, quote, symptoms. Now many of the things that you read are also considered anxiety symptoms and I'm wondering has the chicken or the egg question here for you, Carolyn, mm-hmm. Which came first? Did the, did the stress of their lives, the anxious, panicky part of their lives overwork their body and they became mineral deficient? Or what did the mineral deficiency come first?
0: I think the mineral deficiency comes first because I can track it in families. Mm. You know where our child is born uh, to a mother who's anxious and and mineral depleted, magnesium depleted, and then of course the, there's the stress of uh, a child that's born anxious, who's crying a lot and irritable and not sleeping. And these you know poor children, if you uh, in their bath every night, if you put um, uh, half a cup of Epsom salt you'll have a baby who just sleeps through the night it's it's just amazing so I, I think it can it can begin very early on this magnesium deficiency and then stress is just add to it and you know i find with people when they take Therapeutic amounts of magnesium, and their symptoms go away. They can get other stresses, you know. Heaven forbid, they can have an injury or an accident, or you know, a horrible stress. And you just mm-hmm. you need more magnesium because the body burns right through it. Mm-hmm. We didn't. I mean, we we certainly don't have ten hours to talk about all this. But uh, when I mentioned the energy part of magnesium, it is. In- so true that you don't have energy if you don't have magnesium and what that means is the the cycling of um, what we call the Krebs cycle Mm -hmm. Uh, it has uh, eight steps and six of those eight steps require magnesium in order to make ATP our energy packets so to me that is profound and you know, yeah. when I'm doing my research and reading now a lot about mitochondria, they're all about how we have to to uh, support and supplement the mitochondria and make them work better. Well, the mitochondria are where the Krebs cycle is doing its work. And if you have your magnesium in the mitochondria, then you'll get your energy and your mitochondria will be protected. So everything that they throw at us um, – These days, I come back with magnesium. Even all this business about the SNP problems, SNP problems with our genes, you know, the methylation problems, and um, uh, even, even, well, I was going to say even um, the gluten, celiac business, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. all these things can be um, modified to a certain extent by taking magnesium. The uh, when it comes to genetic um, imbalances, what I say is these don't happen overnight. They take, right. you know, hundreds of years to create a genetic imbalance. And why all of a sudden is everyone now uh, having meth- MTHFR problems? Right. And what we know is that if you don't have enough magnesium your methylation pathways slow right down so i say that magnesium is a huge epigenetic factor it the epigenetics is the environment that surrounds the genes that makes the genes either turn on or turn off Mm. and if you don't have enough magnesium then it will it will modify your genes in in a negative way. If you take magnesium, it will modify your genes in a positive way.
1: And that would all make sense with um, genetically we haven't changed. There hasn't been enough time, but the soil has changed. Mm-hmm. The magnesium is gone. Mm-hmm. And that would account for not only a gluten celiac type of uh, thing that's happening, but a lot of other things, including anxiety. So yes. Kind of amazing, it
0: is, it is, and you know, people keep saying to me it can't be that simple. And I say, Okay, prove me wrong, <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> and that's this is a perfect way to wind up the show, Carolyn. Is that why not try it? The beauty of magnesium because I don't talk about a lot of some uh, supplements on the show because it can be you don't, you know, they can need more guidance than just. Than just uh, me talking. So I, but I loved adding magnesium to the show because it feels so safe to me. Are there, is there anything people need to look out for?
0: Well, it is remarkably safe. What What happened is in in our. Um Development, I guess, as human beings, we all, we grew up near oceans. Ocean water has three times the magnesium as calcium. And we need both. But we were, we were getting more magnesium back then. So the fail-safe that the body developed was the laxative effect when we got too much magnesium. And with calcium, we developed vitamin D that would latch on to calcium and, and you know take hold of it because there, there was less calcium in that environment. Now we've flipped the switch, turned the tables, and we have far more calcium than magnesium. And that's what's calcifying us and making us rigid and making our arteries rigid and causing all kinds of problems, which is another show. But so, yeah. yes, the the, the fail safe with magnesium, even the non laxative forms of magnesium, is that when your body is saturated and you just you take more than your cells need, it will come out as a laxative effect. So it's fabulous there. There really are no side effects except for, you know, very seriously ill people with bile obstruction or myasthenia gravis who are are cautioned about their intake of magnesium. Right.
1: Well, and the best place to start that I can think of were a couple of things you mentioned earlier to get in the bath, mm-hmm. the Epsom salt bath, which is good all the way around, mm-hmm. and to also add the um, sea salt or the Himalayan mm-hmm. salt to the water. Mm-hmm. And it's a great place to start. Why not add that and see if you notice any changes? And go to Carolyn's Uh, radio show. Listen to this great stuff she has. Jump on her uh, website and find out more about how you can tweak your own magnesium needs Um, because all of those symptoms that you listed, Carolyn, are the symptoms I hear about day in and day out. Mm -hmm. And I believe in coming at this from all directions. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that the magnesium will be a nice addition to people's Um, regular daily routine do you have anything any last words for my my beautiful (laughs) listeners
0: Uh, it's just wonderful uh, getting to know you Gina thank you for inviting me and uh, uh, you are an amazing resource for your listeners and, and I'm just happy to be your guest thank you very much well
1: thank you for being here Carolyn everybody is sending you their love I always get the mail afterwards that says thank you for having those guests mm-hmm. so we really uh, appreciate you taking some time out of your um snorkeling or <laughs> um whale watching carolyn's over there on the beach area so anyway thank you so much and i want to tell everyone to check the show notes because i will have all the information where you can find carolyn and her wonderful work that she's been doing for over 30 years i'll be back in a few more days with another podcast